Sayer. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello, I hope you're having a great day wherever you are listening to the sound of my voice. Today on the show, we're going to talk about a new style of event. But before we go there, I have to remind you that I have an email list. I have free resources for you. Go to takethestagepodcast.com and click on resources. I also have a free Facebook page. I would love to have you join me over there. Every week I share tips. I go live several times a month. And I'm also there if you have a question about speaking. You will find it. Just search Take the Stage Speakers on Facebook. Click to join and I will be excited to have you in the group. So let's dive into today's episode. I want to talk about hybrid events. This is something we are seeing more and more as we are coming out of the pandemic and the shutdown of so many live events. There still is, let's all own it, uneasiness in the marketplace. There are some people that don't feel comfortable traveling and being in spaces. The hybrid event allows an event planner to have a live event So in the room, it's live, and then also a live streamed element. So that virtual piece for those who would rather not be live. Now, before we get into what that means for you as a speaker, I want to just take a moment and tell you I love this concept. And hear me. Because there are people that live in very remote areas that may never get to go see certain speakers or maybe a conference they've always wanted to go to. They don't get that. They can't go. Maybe it's because the transportation's not available. The expense is too great. There are so many reasons. And to know that you can have an offering of a conference or a speaker or a concert that you would have otherwise not gotten to do. I love the idea of a hybrid. Now, as a speaker, it's a little bit different when we start negotiating fees and how we show up. So we're going to talk about negotiation. We're going to talk about connecting. And we're going to talk about how you move forward if you are in the virtual part. So there's so much to cover today. I really am excited because we're seeing more and more of these show up in the market. And I am hearing from speakers that are asking me, how do I negotiate when they are live, but there's only 150 people in the room, but they're virtual to another thousand or another 500. And some of the speakers are live And some of them are virtual. So a lot to wrap our heads around. So let's talk about you first as the speaker. You've been asked to speak at a hybrid event. Let's start with they've asked you to do a virtual 
So you are going to zoom in or whatever platform they're using. There's a variety of different platforms. I like Zoom because to say that you're going to zoom in just sounds more fun. Let's just own that. So let's assume you are the speaker. You have been asked to be a virtual presenter, a virtual presentation at this hybrid event. Now, how do you negotiate your fee? That's always the very first question. How do you negotiate a fee for a hybrid event? I think we've gotten pretty good at that. I know a lot of my speakers, a lot of the people I know did hybrid events during the lockdown. Some of them did it for free at first. And then we started realizing, hey, I'm still providing great content and I'm doing it at a lower cost to me because I do not have to travel, but I also am worthy of a payday. So if you are a speaker, typically I like to see you get 60%, 60 to 70% of your regular fee for a hybrid event if you're going to be the virtual. So let that be what your ballpark is. If you typically charge $1,000 to go and speak, then $600 to $700 would be a fair. If you get $500, then I got to do math on that one, y'all. So, well, 50% would be $250. So $300 plus. So, and if you get more, again, just thinking through how that would play out financially for you, because you still are preparing a message. You still are getting dressed. And if you are like many of us, you've created a studio in your home. Maybe it's a little bit of a mobile studio where you have to set up the backdrop and do the things to get everything ready, set up the lights. You still have work to do. You may not have to get on a plane or get in a car and drive, but you still are attending. So that's the first thing is how do you set your fee? Second, if you are, as many of my listeners have let me know, are an author or you have a product that you sell, I would like you to consider negotiating that product into your offering. Follow along with me as I do my very best to showcase what I'm thinking. Let's say it is a group of 100. They're going to do 100 live and virtual. So there's the virtual element. The 100 live, I would like you to consider negotiating. Let's assume you have a book. You know that if you speak to 100 people, if you go and speak to 100 people, you are going to sell 25 books or 50 books, whatever you know your percentages. We all have different percentages let's do 25. You're going to sell to 25% of the people in the room. You let your host know that this is what you want to do. And be honest and open with the reason why you want to do this. As a speaker with a book, with a product to sell, I make a portion of my fee is from book sales. How can we make that work in your space? They have a hundred people in that room you know you typically will sell to 25 of them. It could be that you send books for them to sell on your behalf. Maybe you go ahead and autograph those books, send them on. Or it could be that they do orders. I don't love that because I think people will buy more when they can take the product with them. But that's another option. And here's something I want you to think about. Maybe the event planner gets a discounted book maybe not 
all the way to your cost, but you make a few dollars and they buy one for everyone in the room. What a fun thing. For your ticket price, you get into our live event, you get to see you know, the speakers and hear the speakers, but also if you attend the live event, you receive a copy of this book. So it's a live event perk. Think through that. Remember, if you are someone who has a product that you sell at the back of the room, don't forget to try and negotiate that into your virtual deal. Now let's talk about the other audience. Well, we're going to talk about both. So you have the live audience and then you have the virtual audience, which is typically going to be larger than the live audience. Now, the virtual audience, not likely that you can get a book to everyone. But what if you created a resource? It could be a five-day devotional that follows what you talk about. And everyone who signs up for this, they will receive a five-day devotional. You can do that as simple as having a web link on the screen, like where do they go? But you can also use the QR code, which we talked about a couple of episodes back. That's a really simple way to get them that information. And another thing is you could also, again, going back to that event planner and asking them, I would love to get my resources to everyone who signed up for the live stream. Would you be willing to send out an email on my behalf and I'll write it. It will have the link and how to get that live resource and send it out for me. That way you've not asked them for email addresses and they may come back and go, you know, we really don't have resource to do that, but we'll give you the email list. That's even better. You send it out to everyone on the live stream list, asking them to sign up for your resource. And you've done two things. Number one is you have given them additional information, additional resources from your message. You've also added them to your email list if they feel so inclined. So you are growing in both ways. Again, this is the beauty of a hybrid. You have to think a little different process a little different. Now, let's say you are the in-person person at the live hybrid event. So live and virtual at the same time. You'll be able to sell your books in the back of the room, but you also want that resource to be available again to all those people that are watching. So going back to getting that email out, Even with a link, and I would add this to the first one, where to buy your product. Maybe they buy directly from you. Maybe they buy from a bookseller and then a link for that ongoing or that follow-up resource. So that's just the negotiation of a hybrid event. Let's talk about the nitty gritty of hybrids. You have to connect with two audiences at the same time. You have an audience in front of you and you have one behind the lens of the camera. It does take practice and time. The good thing is you may have already had experience with connecting with that virtual audience. If you did virtual events over the last little season that we've been through the last couple, almost two years, no, 18 months, did you 
learn how to connect with a virtual audience. I want you to lean into that. And if you really have never done it, and even if you have, because there is a different spin when you're doing a live and a virtual audience. And I say this because I am going to be doing this in November. So I am right where you are. We are walking this out together. I am going to be emceeing Encounter and we are live streaming that night in November. I'll get y'all all the details as soon as I have all the details. And I will be talking to the live audience and to the virtual audience. So I am practicing this myself. So we are walking this together. One of the things that really just looked up is who has a live studio audience now? Until COVID, they were live. Now, there are a few that are coming back. But again, you can go old school. You can watch old talk shows that had live audiences. Watch how that talk show host talks to that local audience that's right there in front of them and also that live audience, which is on the other side of the camera. Study Study how they do it. And what you will notice when you watch this is as they are talking, now oftentimes the camera is following them. You may not have that luxury. So you're going to be a little bit different. But watch how they talk to that live audience and then look at that virtual audience. Talk to the live audience. Look at the virtual audience. They are watching. They are engaging with both all the time. And that is going to be what you have to do. Again, the difference is you may not have a camera that's chasing you around. It may be on you to look at that live audience and then make eye contact with that virtual audience. One of the things you're going to want to do is find out from your tech team, where do I need to look if I'm looking at the camera? And they may say, we'll handle that. But you tell them, I want to make sure I'm connecting with the virtual audience as much as I'm connecting with the live audience. So can you give me some hints and some ideas and some pointers? Tech people love it when you ask them for pointers. So definitely ask that question. And it may be a static camera that never moves, or it may be a boom camera that follows you around. Just have to wait until you're in that situation to find out which one it is. Either way, you need to know where to look in your camera. And then I want you to practice. I want you to practice as if you are standing before a live audience and a virtual audience at the same time. And you could even go so far as to maybe put something in the floor or a couple of chairs in front of you and go back and forth. Practice, watch how you do it, and then Try to make it a little better with every new rehearsal. And when I I pause there, because watch how you do it. That is so hard for all of us to watch ourselves communicate. We often cringe. I don't want you to do that. I want you to study what you do. There's a great story about the musical artist Prince, that he, now, however you feel about Prince, we will get into that. But musically, he studied everything he did. After every show, he would watch the show. 
in the back of his bus in his green room, wherever. Now, I don't know this for a fact. This is a story I read. But he would watch his show and pick it apart. How do we make this better? How do we make this better? How do we make this better? I don't want you to pick yourself apart. I want you to look at it and say, am I connecting with the audience? Because what I do know is that you have a God-given message that whether you're presenting it in a virtual space, in a live space, or in this new hybrid space, God has gifted you and entrusted you with this message. And he's also bringing people to you through all manner of events and social media in places where you're sharing your message. He's bringing the people that need to hear what you have to say. So don't pick apart the way you look. What you're going to do is you're going to watch this recording, this video, and you are going to look for, am I connecting? Does this work? Am I leaving anybody out? Am I forgetting that I have a live audience or am I forgetting I have a virtual audience? It's a fine dance and no one's perfected it yet. But every little step you take toward making it better will help you connect to your audience. All right. Y'all have a great rest of your week. I hope to see you over on the Facebook page. And remember, if you hit a stumbling block in your speaking career, that's why I'm here. It's what I do. I'm here to help you. Come over there. Message me. Let's find out what we can do to get you over whatever stumbling block you may have hit. You have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.